Hi, and welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and we're here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. Today, I'm excited to bring you some ideas about how you can use parent volunteers in your classroom. But before we get to that, I have to tell you, if you didn't hear yet, you can now earn potential PD credit for listening to these podcast episodes. Um, You sign up at teachfortheheart.com slash PD. It's incredibly affordable and super easy. Once you sign up, you'll have the ability to take a quiz after listening to featured episodes. And upon successful completion of the quiz, you then get uh, a personalized uh, certificate of completion that you can turn into your school or district for potential PD credit. So check that out at teachfortheheart.com slash PD. We hope this will be a wonderful help to those of you that need to earn PD credit. And it's also a wonderful way that you can uh, support us and support the ministry of Teach for the Heart and support this podcast so we can continue to bring it to you and perhaps do even more in the future. All right, today we are talking about how you can have parent volunteers help in the classroom and some very specific ways that they can help in person or from home. And so before we get into the actual ideas, you might be saying, well, Linda, I I don't have any parent volunteers. I want to ask, now it is possible, I know, there are some situations where truly no parent can volunteer. But I want to ask you, have you asked for parent volunteers? And if you have asked, have you been specific about what you need and exactly what it looks like? Because I do think, I I realize not all parents can volunteer, and depending on the makeup of your class, you may or may not be able to get many parent volunteers. But my encouragement to you is that this might be worth a try, is simply putting together a list of things that you could use parents' help with, and then sending it out and asking, can you help, you know, who could help with these specific things? I know for a lot of parents, um, speaking myself as a parent as well, even with limited time, we might want to help if there's an opportunity that we feel fits our skill set and we feel like we could actually um, be a help in, if that makes sense. So bottom line, my encouragement is don't assume you could get no parent volunteers unless you very clearly ask and see. And um, it kind of can't hurt to ask if you think there's any chance uh, that you might be able to get some volunteers. Okay, well, what are you talking about, Linda? Where can they help me? I want to share with you some ideas for how you can use parent volunteers in your classroom. And a lot of these ideas have come from you guys in our Facebook group. And we've assembled them at teachfortheheart.com slash 167. And I'm going to share with them, of course, share with some, some of them with you right now as well. Okay, we're going to split this up into two sets. We're going to talk, first of all, about ways that student uh, parent volunteers can help actually in the classroom, and then ways they can help from home. And the helping from home is obviously something that, you know, has been more common this year with the pandemic. But I think it's also something that we should not neglect in the future. There might be a lot of parents who 
due to work schedules or having younger children in the home can't come in during the day to help on any type of regular basis, but they would be happy to help from home. And there's actually quite a few ways that you can use them. So as I said, I'm going to share ideas first of all for in-person and then at home. And as I share these, I hope it will spark ideas. So you don't have to use these ideas exactly, but as I start sharing them, you might start to think, oh, I could do this, I could do this. And so I hope it helps spark your creativity. Okay, first of all, here's some ideas for in-person. Parents can come in to read tests to children with learning issues. So if you have students who need special accommodations or need someone to sit and read them a test or give it orally, then you could have a parent volunteer to come in and do this. Uh, Parents can help children memorize times tables or honestly memorize anything. So you could have parents come in and help work with small groups or individual students helping them memorize. Um, This is a good idea from Sarah. A parent can be a designated photographer. So there's tons of pictures to share for the yearbooks or for any, um, if you do it like an end of the year uh, slideshow or, you know, anything with pictures for the end of the year. So you can have one parent um, designated in that role. And so they, you know, show up to a lot of the events. They show up periodically. They take pictures or they coordinate with other parents to gather the pictures for you. Um, Another idea, you can have parent volunteers come in to help students make Christmas or Mother's Day presents. Of course, this can also be extended for kind of any activity. So, you know, my son's school... My, my, my kids' school really takes this kind of to the next level with they actually have like a, a lead room mom. But getting parents involved in those special holidays can really be a great way to delegate responsibility off your plate. So as for this example, Joan says, she says she has parents help make Christmas presents. Um, you know, they, they come in and do an activity with, a, with the kids where they make a Christmas present. That is a great thing you can delegate to a parent. You can say, hey, you know, you, you know we have no, here's the budget. Um, can you find a craft that we could do for this budget? Can you, you know, gather the supplies, bring it in and actually teach the kids to do it? And then you're there to help, but all of that prep is off. And and a creative parent would enjoy doing that, right? Um, So those kind of, you know, uh, holiday-related activities or crafts or presents you could have a parent potentially volunteer for. As I said, my, um, my... children's school takes us to the next level. Um, Typically, in a non-COVID year, they have what's uh, called a headroom mom or headroom parent. And that parent is responsible for coordinating a variety, pretty much all of the class parties throughout the year. Um, So, you know, Christmas party, Thanksgiving, they have a Thanksgiving like feast, uh, Valentine's Day party, uh, they do some stuff for the, the, whatever, whatever, end of the year events, all of those events that in many cases falls to the teacher to be like, okay, I got to plan, you know, an hour long, (laughs) I got to plan a game and an activity and the food, the headroom mom coordinates all of that, and she coordinates with all of the other parents to ask them to bring in or or donate supplies or whatever it is. So designating one parent or getting a parent to volunteer to kind of head that up throughout the year, and since they're doing it on a regular basis, they also get kind of good at it and figure out how it works, uh, can be really helpful for some of those extracurricular things that you want to do but don't really have a lot of time necessarily to pour into it. Um, let's see. So yeah, the next one I have here, I'm just reading this list of ideas that actually a lot of these came from you guys. So organizing class parties, exactly. So you could have different parents volunteer or you could have one parent that is the head and they elicit um, 
they they elicit help from the other parents to help them. Yeah, man, getting that that organization off your plate can be super helpful. Uh, you can have parents come into your classroom to read to students. Um, that would definitely be a way that they could help. Uh, you can also have parents come in and tutor. Um, if you have um, parents, especially, honestly, even in upper grades sometimes, you never know um, what you might have. There might be parents that would be willing to tutor, um, which can be a tremendous help. Uh, parents can assist with art projects, you know, counting out papers, cutting the papers, etc., either assembling the supplies or just being there as an extra person in the classroom so you have an extra set of hands to help you when you're doing something. You can also have parents run learning stations, right? Uh, if you need help, especially at the beginning of the year when you've got, you're trying to teach students all these different stations, you could have a parents or a couple parents volunteer to come in and help man the different stations and make sure students know what they're doing. You could also, depending on who you have as a parent in your classroom, um, you might have a parent who's willing to put together a special station, say for a holiday. So if you have, uh, for example, want to do some type of science experiment with pumpkins on Halloween or, you know, something with uh, growing plants in the spring, uh, you might be able to have a parent volunteer to put that together, once again, depending on uh, who you have. You could have parents help decorate the classroom. I'm sure there's probably a creative parent that would love to be involved in that if that's something that you'd rather put off your plate. Uh, You can give them kind of broader range or something specific like, can you create a bulletin board? Parents can help with cleaning. They can help on a, a help clean the classroom or they could come in uh, maybe every like week or two to help students clean out their desk, clean out their lockers, um, those types of things. Students, I'm sorry, parents can help uh, making copies or preparing activities. So some of these have been a little geared a little bit more to elementary, but no matter what age you teach, there's always copies to be made. Um, So, you know, having uh, having a parent be able to go and kind of print off all those copies um, and know exactly what you need can be really, really helpful. You could also have parents uh, take video of class performances and special events. So kind of like the um, kind of similar to the photographer, but you might want to have a video. So you can ask a parent to do that for you. All right. Those are all some ideas of ways that parents can help in person. And I hope that you're starting to see that there's a lot of ways that parents might be able to help. Of course, depending on the rules of your school and and the situation that you're in, this is going to vary. But just thinking, sometimes we just think as a teacher, like, well, I have to do all of this and not necessarily. So just start asking yourself, is this something that someone else could do? Have I even asked and seen if there's someone else that could help me with this and take this piece off my plate? So I encourage you to start thinking in that direction. Along those lines, remember, there's a lot of ways parents can help from home, whether it's actual, actually virtually or whether you're sending things home and then they're coming back. So here's some ideas of ways parents can help from home. Uh, first of all, they could write thank you cards to staff members for Teacher Appreciation Week, Christmas, or other special events. So if you're cla- um, if you you know kind of have thank you notes that need to be written from your class, you can have a parent um, do that or just as a way to encourage other staff members. You might want to, uh, you might have laminate, if you laminate stuff, you know that it takes a long time to cut all that out. Um, so you might have a parent 
that's willing to do that for you, where you can kind of just put it in a Ziploc bag or, you know, send the roll home with their student um, or hand it to them outside the door, whatever it is, and they can cut it all out and send it back to you. You may even have parents that can grade papers for you from home. Brooke says she sends papers home in an envelope and um, to a parent, and when they're done grading, uh, she sends them back um, with her son. So you can have a sealed envelope where the parent grades from home and then sends them back for you. Beth shares that she sends materials home for parents to hole punch and put in binders for things like novel studies or writing notebooks. So any of that collating that you need to do, you might think, well, someone has to come here. Well, maybe not. Maybe you can send it home and they could work on it at home and send it back. Kristen, this is a great idea, had a parent organize um, a virtual read aloud with several families reading different books for Read Across America. Um, And so you can kind of um, have a parent coordinate that and set that up. You could also have parents um, take home student projects and, you know, scan them or take pictures and upload them to students' online portfolios. Brooke says she asks parents to help by donating supplies so students can have their own. If you're running short on supplies um, or students, you you need supplies for certain students. Um, So she asks parents to bring in things like mini hand sanitizers, tissues, whiteboard markers, pencils, etc. Well, this is a great idea from Beth. She has parents preview tech assignments and test out all the links. That is really smart. So you might have a parent volunteer, hey, when I put together this activity, can you test it out and try it first to make sure that it works and there's not any problems with it? That is a huge help. Kristen has a parent volunteer, in some cases, host a diversity month celebration. Um, and we've kind of talked about this in the in-person where a parent came in and actually coordinated a party. But um, Kristen had a parent put together a virtual diversity month celebration. So this involved um, coordinating with families to take videos where they talk about something like a token or a tradition or a food dish or a dance or whatever it is, and they put them together on Flipgrid. And she had a parent coordinate that. So once again, these are just a few ideas. They may or may not make sense to you, but I hope that they're sparking your creativity a little bit and getting you to think that, man, maybe there are things that I, I'm either trying to do myself right now or I'm just not doing because I don't have time that a parent might be able to step in and help out with. By the way, one of my biggest tips um, for having volunteers help out is one-off volunteers are always great, but if you can have volunteers that will help you on a regular basis, then you can hand off tasks um, that are a little bit higher level because it involves a little bit of training them the first time, but if they're doing it repeatedly, that time you invest initially in teaching them how to do it will really pay off. So as you think about parent volunteers, do think more repetitively than one-off. Think, what could I have parents help with on a regular basis throughout the year so that I can invest a little bit of time teaching them how to do it? They can get good at it, and after a month, they're going to be, it's just going to be pure help. It's going to be, it's going to be really valuable to me um, that time I invested in training them. 
Well, I do really hope that you guys found these ideas helpful. You can find the full list at teachfortheheart.com slash 167. And we hope you'll add your ideas there too. Go ahead and add them in the comments. Share how you're using Parent Volunteer so we can grow this list and continue to help each other find ways um, to delegate some of this responsibility so you can focus uh, your time on the things that matter most. Remember, once again, you can get a PD uh, certificate for listening to this and other podcast episodes at teachfortheheart.com slash PD. Thank you so much for doing that. And thank you also for sharing this podcast with your friends and colleagues so that we can grow the reach and that helps support our ministry here. Thank you guys so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep going, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.